0: it's called party till the club close (laughs) it's tiffany haddish and lil john all right crank it up give me some more miles give me some more party to the club close all right as i said it's tiffany haddish and lil john um tiffany does is doing so many things i don't know if she has even time for an hour but i'm glad she gave me an hour uh particularly the day before thanksgiving Uh, she's busy a lot going on she's got dates she's got music she's at the Lab Factory, as she is every Thanksgiving, a lot to talk about in this hour. Let me just start by saying I've been looking forward to this hour. If you've uh, been tuned in to this program today, as you do every day, and I'm so thankful for it across the country. Uh, the first hour we spent uh, talking about the 60th anniversary of the assassination of JFK. It was 60 years ago today uh, in Dallas, Texas, uh, that this country in many ways lost its innocence uh, with the tragic murder of uh, JFK. That was 60 years ago today, November 22nd. 1963, Uh, and then we spent the second hour, as you just heard, talking about um, uh, anti-Semitism and what it means to be an anti-Semite and why people are being called anti-Semitic and people's careers are being canceled. Uh, Susan Sarandon got dropped by UTA yesterday for comments that she made at a pro-Palestinian rally uh, that the agency didn't like, so they dropped her yesterday. She's an Academy Award winner. Um, we talked about Israel and Hamas, of course, and all that's happening there on the eve of Thanksgiving. Thankfully, there's about to be a ceasefire, at least for four days while they do this hostage uh, swap. And then four days from now, five days from now, bombs away once again. Nobody's happy about that. Uh, But those are two tough hours, two great hours, two uh, amazing uh, uh, sets of conversations. Uh, But you can imagine after two hours of that, I am ready to hear the voice (laughs) of Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany, how are you today?
1: I am successful. I woke up today, and anybody who is listening to this is successful as well. You woke up. It's a lot of people that didn't get to wake up today. So congratulations, you win. You got another chance to be better than you was yesterday. I
0: I, I I love that, and as we said in the black church, that that'll preach. Uh, but 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 for you to, to every, every time I see you, every time I talk to you, you 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 your enthusiasm um, is is um, is is uh, always present. Uh, it's catching. Uh, and for you, that's not just a phrase. I, I get the sense. That's how you live your life. You wake up every day thinking just the way you just uh, express yourself.
1: Yeah. Cause I get a chance to be better. Look, uh, yeah. I was born with a few, a few disabilities. Okay. Yeah. And they're not even disabilities. They just challenges that I can't. You know, I can't necessarily fix only one I can adjust. I am a black woman, uh, uh I'm black, I'm a woman, and I'm a Jew. So the Jew part I can adjust if I want to, but I don't want to because I love the religion. I love how they pray. I love the the the, the Torah and and the the community and and I want us as black people to be more like that, to be more of yeah. a community that's to really stick together, so since, I'm since, looking at that part of it all.
0: No, since you went there, let me follow you. We got, we got an hour, so we're going to cover a lot of stuff. You got a lot going on, as I said. We'll get, we'll get a lot of it in. Uh, but since you went there, let me just say this. Ye- was it yesterday, Miles? It was yesterday on this program. I happened to have, for the first time in my career, I've never talked in one show, television or radio, to two black Jews. My first hour and my third hour, I think it was yesterday or the day before yesterday, my first hour and my third hour uh, were – Two different guests, but both of them just happened to be black Jews, and I got a chance to hear. They're both; they were both males. I got a chance to ask them uh, about how that informs their life. So, see you here. You come now, uh, and your fans know that, but I've never asked you this question. so Let me ask you this now: How does being black and Jewish inform your life? The way you see the world, the way you show up in the world, Tiffany Haddish. Well, I,
1: I'm all about like so. To me. You got to remember, first, the first part of my life, it was Jehovah Witness all day, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I know how to talk to anybody. I can communicate with anybody, and I could take a no with no problem, <laughs> <right>? Oh, rejection, <laughs> no problem. Moving on to the next. Next door, I'm knocking on it, okay? Yeah. And and as I grew and learned more about my father and about his culture and about how he was raised, and, and I was doing bar and bat mitzvahs already uh, for like 10 years, that um, it, it was like you know God. I feel like God put me where I was supposed to be. Kind of like, uh, was it Moses? Was it Moses that uh part of the red sea? That's him. That, that's uh, the one. The that's basket? the that's that's the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like like he ended up he ended up in one place and then bam he ended up where he was supposed to be and I feel like. That's kinda it it's kinda my story, but not really. That's not my story. I'm not a man, I don't have a bunch of kids. I, you know, I'm I'm not leading a whole nation. Yeah. Not at this point, but who knows? Who knows what could happen in <laughs> ten years. I might be the leader, who knows? You know. But for right now for right now, I'm just learning so much about how to um, how to move the community, how to build community.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's
1: why like I'm building a grocery store, that's why I'm at the lab factory tomorrow. Uh, serving, serving dinner to people that are homeless or don't have family to be with on Thanksgiving. And I mean, and I've been doing that since 1999. Mm-hmm. And I was one of the people receiving the meals. I was homeless. Yeah. I was without, a, without family, without anyone to share with. So to me, this is like a full circle moment um, to be at the Laugh Factory tomorrow, to be, to be building community uh, actively is amazing. And And that's how I feel like Judaism has influenced my life. It's definitely got me grounded. Um, And I'm learning so much about tradition and history and figuring out, like, wow, this is so close to the african-american culture is kind of ridiculous and how mm. jews and blacks worked together for years for civil rights movement sure. and all these different things that we used to work together on and then i don't know why we why we ended up getting separated i don't understand it there, i'm trying to figure it
2: out
0: there's a mm. lot i'm trying to figure it out too there is a lot to talk about in this hour as you can already tell she's mentioned a few things i've mentioned a few things we're gonna unpack all of it when we come forward on tavish smiley with our guest tiffany haddish this is getting Tavis Smiley, Tavis Smiley continues Tavis when we come, come forward. forward. He's rooting for everybody, black. everybody black. black. More of Tavis Smiley coming your way right now. Right, now. right now. More of Tiffany Haddish coming your way right about now. Again, so much uh, going on in her life to get to in this hour. Uh, we, we jumped so fast, uh, Tiffany, that I didn't get a chance to give you a, uh, an opportunity to comment <laughs> on that track. Uh, Party till the club closed with Lil John. Tell me about that.
1: Oh, yeah. So, you know, I've been making music for a while now, and I love to make songs that can go on my movies and TV shows. And we were on strike, and I was like, why don't we just release it? Put it in the world, because I can't put it in a movie right now. <laughs> and uh, that's what we did. It, it was funny, because um, my producing partner, The Gats, was like, who do you want to get on this track? I was like, I don't know. Somebody I always wanted to work with. He was like, what do you think about Little John? I'm like, oh, my gosh, yes, yes, Little John would be amazing. And then he's like, what about Fabio Foreign?" I was like, who is Fabio Foreign?" And then I looked him up and I was like, oh, yeah, he's dope. Please put him on. And I got them all together. We rallied him up and they did it. And I'm so excited. I'm excited about all the music I got coming. I got songs with Lil Wayne, Snoop, uh, Busta Rhymes. I got Busta Rhymes on some e 40. Mm. I've been working with Diane Warren on some ballads, some, some pop music, like, I'm gonna come with a nice little variety for everybody. Bring some, see. some positive music, some I music see. that we don't have to talk about our genitalia. You know what I'm
0: saying? Mm-hmm. Mm. Let, let Let me ask you this, and and we're gonna we're gonna weave through this. Uh, I, I think uh, pretty nicely um, for this hour. But you keep saying things that I want to interrogate. So let me just let me jump on this one right quick since it's uh, since it's fresh. Oh, um, interrogate me? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm, I'm, I'm going. Interrogate you, Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What 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 does it feel like? um all seriousness what does it feel like and you mentioned earlier that you're at the laugh factory tomorrow we'll talk about that as well but back in the day you were the one receiving the meals now you're passing out the meals but as i just heard as the audience just heard um all these folks that you're working with and all the folk you have worked with what's it feel like to be at this point now where you can pretty much get anybody on the phone that you want to talk to anybody you want to work with? Somebody says you want to work, you say Lil John, they go get him. You, you say Lil Wayne, they go get him. You say Snoop, they go get him. Diane Warren is all that and then some. And those are just musicians. I ain't even got to the actors you've worked with. But what's it like to come from those humble beginnings and to find yourself in a space on the eve of Thanksgiving 2023 where you have that kind of privilege, that kind of access, Tiffany, all these years later?
2: It
1: feels so good because I was that kid that used to like live in her imagination. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a master manifester. Like I lived in my imagination. I used to imagine like doing shows with Lil Jon and, and like uh <laughs> rapping next to Queen Latifah mm-hmm. and like you know, I used to I used to dream about like, you know, cracking jokes with Leonardo DiCaprio and and, and Jamie Lee Curtis being like you know, telling me stories about Jerry Lewis and her dad and all these different people. And, like, all these things have happened. All these things have happened. Like, everything that I ever imagined, and that's why I be trying to be very careful about any negative things I think about. I I try to be like, and that was pretend, like, Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) like,
1: Mm -hmm. try to tell my mind. Because I think, like, I believe that we all have, like, this this godlike energy, and we're the only creatures on this planet that can... Create, think of something, imagine something, and actually create it, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I sometimes think I got superpowers. I don't know. And sometimes I mess up and create bad things for myself, uh, cause I'm uh, association mm-hmm. or, you know, how I'm. How I'm, you know, carrying myself or what I'm eating. I feel like food really has a big effect on how I think too. But that's a whole other thing when it comes to food and drug administration, (laughs) (laughs)
2: because
1: I am my own food and drug administrator. Yes. (laughs) I have to be careful on how I administrate certain things because sometimes I administer some bullcrap for myself. You understand? I'm Like, oh man, I'm my biggest hater. I hate it all the time. I'm trying to kill me. What am I doing? <laughs> so, but when I look at when I look at the big picture, that's why when I wake up and I'm like, oh, I have to go record with Diane Warren today, or um, I gotta go meet with. <laughs> with uh, uh jerry Brockheimer or uh will smith just called me and asked me to do this thing for a movie like, or this person just called me and want my advice like when, uh, i'm just like uh, flabbergasted when charlie sheen asked me for advice on how to make something funny mm-hmm. it's like that right there to me is like whoa i used to watch this man and everything
2: mm-hmm. and now
1: he's asking me how to make something funny when just you know 10, 10, Eight years ago, somebody was telling me, I didn't know comedy. You don't know funny, Tiffany. Like, I know what I'm talking about. So it's like, to be in this place right now and being confident in myself, uh, being courageous and willing to take chances, yeah. um, and, and not all not all of the chances are going to pan out for greatness, but they're going to teach me lessons yes. and get me ready for greatness. Yeah. you know. So I'm, I'm, I'm grateful, man. I'm nah, just super grateful.
0: I'm still laughing. I have never thought about the fact that each of us is our own FDA. I had never thought about that. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And some, some of us suck at it. Some yeah. of us are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> we are we
0: are we are our own Food and Drug Administration. You. We, all of us, we are our own FDA. That is funny. And that's that's great advice to be reminded of the day before Thanksgiving, that you are your (laughs) own FDA. I'll leave that right where it is. (laughs)
1: Tomorrow a lot of us is gonna get high off that food. Tomorrow,
0: yep. a lot of us
1: are gonna be doing a little a little gluttony. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If you sit back and look at all the holidays, all of them I think are related to different sins. but don't get me started on that <laughs> I think a lot.
0: Um I think that, a lot. As you were <laughs> speaking speaking of thinking a lot, um, as you were talking, I was thinking, and there's a Bible verse that you probably know, many in this audience, I'm sure, know it across the country, that there that we have the capacity. Uh, to call things that are not as though they were. We have the ability to call things that are not as though they were. That just, that's just another way of, of, of manifesting. And since you went there, mm-hmm. what what have you learned? What can you share with us about what you've um, uh, imbibed uh, and learned about this notion of manifesting, uh, Tiffany Has Well, this is what I know.
1: You can't tell everybody what you're trying to manage. Hello, hello. You got to find like-minded people, which can be very difficult because, and what I've learned over the last, I would say seven, eight years, is a lot of people act like they on the same vibration as you. They act like they Mm. want the same things you want, but they really want something else. Or they really want to dampen out your light. Or they really want, like, it's a a lot of things Mm -hmm. that they could be wanting. So to really be aware of, who you have around you. Like I think my grandma used to always say bad association spoils useful habits.
2: Mm. And I
1: believe that that goes both ways, right? Uh, Good association can get rid of unuseful habits and create useful ones. So um, for me, manifesting is so important. It's, It's what I do when I pray. Like when I'm praying, I'm talking to God. And I like to sing to God. That's part of why I love Judaism so much, because most of their prayers are musical. Mm-hmm. And I'll be singing all kinds of songs to God. I'll be sitting out next to my bees. I'll be talking to the bees. I'll be talking to God. Like, uh, And my neighbors might think I got a mental problem, like that girl over there telling jokes in musical form again. <laughs> but
2: <laughs> really, really,
1: really, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to create my existence i'm trying to create a better life for myself for my family yeah. for my associates for my employees like i want the best for i want the best for a lot of people and uh, even people i don't know just yeah. the people in my community i want the best for them and uh, i think it takes a lot of conversation with uh, god and self in order to do that and, how, that, and that's manifest
0: how, how does it feel when that word employees comes out of your mouth employees Tiffany Tiffany got employees y'all
1: it feels really good it's gonna feel even better when I open my grocery store you know when I was a kid Mm -hmm. I used to always play grocery store and star search those were my two things those was my two games that I played all the time I would play star search and I would do shows and I invite all the kids in the neighborhood and when they would come over, I would be like, okay, now we're doing grocery store. And I would make them give me like five cents mm. or give me a uh, $5 in monopoly money. And I'd give them apricots from the tree or avocados from the tree. Mm. And I would actually, <laughs> I had a toy register and I would like check them out. And I would be like, no, uh, and play on out uh, seven. We need pick up on our seven. I don't even have no house. <laughs> but,
2: <laughs>
1: but now I'm like <laughs> so close to making that dream come true for that seven year old girl. Right? Like, I am actually going to have a grocery store. Tell me about it.
0: Tell me about it, Tiffany. So
1: I'm opening this store on Buckingham and Martin Luther King, where the Old Founders Bank was.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And I want to make it. I want to call it. I want to call it Diaspora Groceries because I feel like we're all a part of a diaspora. We all have been. Everyone in America, except for Native Americans, have been removed from their native land, and they've come to a new place, right? And I would like it to have all different kinds of foods and products in it but from black vendors and black farmers, because I don't think we really have that in Los Angeles.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we don't ha- we, I think we got one. And I think it's St. Compton, one black owned grocery store. And I think we got a convenience store and uh, they're not necessarily selling a lot of the options that I think we need to be excellent food and drug administrators for our bodies. Yep. Uh, we, we need better choices and uh, better options. And if we can keep that dollar circulating in our community, you know, as a Jewish woman, I go to the Jewish grocery store and I'm seeing stuff that's that's from Israel, that's from Jerusalem, that's from these different places, uh, where Jewish people are and where where's the stuff that's from, you know, from Eritrea, from Ethiopia, from Ghana, from Nigeria? Uh, little bitty mini marts, uh but we need a full blown grocery store, I feel like. Mm. And we need to be uh creating a bridge between our different countries <laughs> in Africa and America and the diaspora and Brazil, Belize, Can- uh, Colombia, Peru, like Panama, like we're everywhere. The diaspora is everywhere. In and- we deserve to have the best of everything, mm-hmm. and that's what I
0: want to try I, to get, for us. I'm, I'm glad. I, I wanted to ask that question because I wanted you to uh, talk about the location and, and what you intend to do, and I'm glad you did because, and I've discussed this more times in my career than I can count, and that is this notion of food deserts, right? So many of our people mm-hmm. find themselves living in what they call food deserts where you can't get fresh fruit, you can't get fresh meat, you can't get fresh vegetables. You got to drive you know, miles uh, to get access to that, and then that raises a question about transportation and how you get there and the cost the gas or the bus, whatever, however you're doing it, so that so that our communities do in fact lack grocery stores that give us the best of everything like other communities uh, have. And so I, I see this as another as another way, uh, and there are a number of ways that you're already doing this, but I see this, Tiffany, as another way for you to both do good and do well at the same time. Um, You can do good for yourself, I'm do well by yourself, but do good for the community as well. And I love projects like that, where you do something that serves the people, that shows your love for them, and you make a little money at the same time. Nothing wrong with that.
1: Right. I don't even care if I make money or not, because I'm going to make money in other ways. Right. I care that the community gets healthier and stronger, Mm -hmm. because there'll be money to be made on that. Like. I think like I know they say like there's no uh there's no money in the cure, but I, ha- I don't believe that. I don't mm-hmm. believe that. I believe opposite of that because if that was the case they'd be making sure all their kids was sick.
0: Nope, I got so, you. Uh... Speak <laughs> <laughs> speaking speaking, speaking make, of speaking don't of get making me I get you. No, I, no, don't get you started. You've already started. You started about twenty five <laughs> minutes ago. I, I didn't have to get you started. You can't you can't you came in hot, Tiffany. You came in hot. I, don't don't don't, don't blame me for getting you started. Yeah, you came in hot. Don't blame me for getting you started. Uh, let me ask you, I got I got two minutes now, and we'll continue when we come forward, and we ain't got to the Laugh Factory and Thanksgiving and all the stuff you're doing tomorrow. We'll talk about that in a moment. But let me, since you mentioned the SAG strike, right now I'm just trying to pick up these things you've already mentioned and, and give you a chance to respond to those. Um, the SAG strike, thank God, is over. I'm a SAG member, not in the way that you are a SAG member, but I'm a SAG member too. So I'm glad that that thing is over. How did you survive the SAG strike, and and what do you make of it in retrospect
1: well um i survived it very well i was i was built to weather storms uh i've dealt with years and years of unemployment so
2: (laughs) i know how to survive yeah
1: i know how to survive i mean i've dealt with homelessness three times in my life and and plenty of unemployment so um i I always stack up and say for a rainy day i was feeling really bad for a lot of my colleagues Mm -hmm. and i was trying to figure out ways to you know get them more money and get get them the help they need or get some kind of something going um, so I was always thinking about others and, uh, and then I was creating at the same time, like, let me finish writing this script. Let me write this song. Let mm-hmm. me, you know, do this thing with my foundation and help these kids. And, uh, maybe we can't make movies, but I can make short films with the kids and teach them how to make movies, teach them how to create, you know, um, put them in a position to win. Uh, and, uh, that's what I've been doing. I've been working with a lot of the foster youth and, um, getting them ready for success. You know, yeah. I, I, I would like, I don't have kids of my own, so I try to give all the knowledge I have and and what love I do want to give because I can't give it all away because I need some for myself.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> that part, that <laughs> and
1: part, for whatever, yeah. whatever future husband I might get, but. uh yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I was dating a lot during the pandemic. I mean, the, I call it the entertainment pandemic. <laughs> the entertainment pandemic I call it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was definitely uh, courting a lot of fellows.
0: Yeah, I got, I got, I guess, got so I guess, some, I got some questions about that when we come forward about, about your, your dating uh, dur- during the pandemic. We haven't talked about the laugh factory and the, the amazing work she'll be doing there tomorrow. Uh, as I said, she's a busy sister. There's a lot going on. You can't do justice to all of it in sixty minutes but I'll do my best when we come forward and continue our dialogue with Tiffany Haddish, who you're listening to right now on Tavis Smiley. More of Tavis Smiley when we come forward. More honesty than you can handle. More empowerment than you can imagine. You're tuned in to Tavis, Tavis Smiley. Smiley. Tavis Smiley and Tiffany Haddish. And before I jump back into our conversation with uh, Tiffany, um, she got some dates coming up that I want to share with you. She's at the Windstar Casino in Thackerville, Oklahoma. That's on the 15th of December. That's uh, December 15th uh, at the Windstar Casino in Thackerville, Oklahoma. And she's at the Yamava, uh, Yamava, if I can say that correctly, Yamava Theater in Highland, California on the 19th of January. So she's got a couple of dates coming up, 15th, December in Oklahoma, in Thackerville at the WinStar Casino, and she'll be in Highland, California, at the Yamavah Theater on the 19th of January. Um, so uh, again, there are some dates for you can uh, check out uh, Tiffany Haddish on stage and uh, live in living color uh, uh, in the in the in the few weeks to come, uh, the, the weeks ahead, I should say. Um, tomorrow, though, speaking of laughs, tomorrow she's at the Laugh Factory uh, serving up some turkey dinners. Uh, with a side of laughs uh to those who are either less fortunate or simply alone on thanksgiving um Tiffany, you mentioned this earlier Tell me how how this laugh factory thing became sort of a became a uh a recurring theme for you every every year around this time
1: um well it started for me back in nineteen hundred and ninety
0: nine
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, I had already been attending the laugh factory for the comedy camp for kids uh starting back in like ninety six but um I was emancipated and And homeless, and uh, my family wasn't dealing with me, and I needed a meal. So I went up to the lab factory, and I was receiving the meals. And then after maybe probably about two or three years, then I got to start helping with, like, uh, being a volunteer. And I would get to pick up the trash and pass out water. And I've been doing it now for so long. (laughs) I've earned the privilege of being able to serve the turkey now. and I'm, (laughs) I'm really uh. I'm really happy about that. um, Being able to see, you know, so many people year after year, um, the same people, it's become like family for me.
2: Mm. And
1: uh, every year when we do it, uh, you know, we serve the food and then we do a comedy show for everyone who's at, you know, that meal service. Mm -hmm. And um, I love to get on stage and tell a few jokes and then have like a dance contest or something and give the opportunity for people to win a little money. Uh when I first started doing that, I was only giving out, like, $5. And, and then last year, I got up to the point of giving out $50. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and with the strike and everything, I might be back down to the $5. But yeah. <laughs> somebody's going to leave the company and
2: say participate in the dance contest. i tell you that. I, I, I I'll just
0: say I, I, I about to say, if you pass passing out $50 bills tomorrow, I'm going to come dance with you tomorrow. If you pass passing <laughs> out $50 <laughs> bills, <laughs> see see so if like I can win me some money. Year, yeah um <laughs>
1: we'll see what i do this year yeah and then you know the day after um thanksgiving friday and saturday i'll be at the long beach laugh factory um mm-hmm. uh, doing a show if anybody wants to come to like a full-fledged comedy show
0: i did not but I, tomorrow
1: is this meal service and a short show with like paul rodriguez tim Dreesen, dane cook myself uh mario joiner just all these different comics show up and it's really awesome Last year, Tim Allen showed up, and it was super fun. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was like, just I'll be, every time he said, "Tiffany, how are you doing?" I'm just like, "What, you know
2: me?"
0: <laughs> 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 I, I, I'm glad. What well, these days, uh, newsflash: everybody knows you these days, Tiffany. You got you got to get used to that. Everybody knows Tiffany Haddish these days. Um, I'm glad uh, you
1: mentioned
0: me that's funny. I'm glad you mentioned the laugh factory here. Cause I, I didn't, I mentioned some dates as you heard me say a moment ago. I didn't have that on my list. So I'm glad you mentioned. So for those in Southern California, you ain't got to wait to Oklahoma or, 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 Highland, California in January. Uh, this weekend, mention those dates again. When, when, when are you at the laugh factory, in yeah, Long Beach?
1: Southern- so, Friday the 24th and right. Saturday the 25th, okay. I'll be at the Long Beach Laugh Factory. Okay.
0: Yeah. Did not have that on my list. I'm glad you mentioned that. So, for those in well, Southern you California.
1: you didn't go to my website, obviously. You didn't yeah. check on my website. you can get the tickets at and you can see
2: what else I'm up to. <laughs> I'm up to all kinds
0: <laughs> of things at I'm glad you mentioned it. I'm glad you mentioned it. Let, let, me, let me ask you this. I, I was listening to you um, when you were talking about um, this sort of full-circle moment for you, having gone to the Laugh Factory years ago to get food when you were hungry. And you talked earlier in this conversation about the grocery store you're opening up and how that is um also something you dreamt about as a as a kid. What, what what do you what do you make of all these full circle moments that keep happening in your life? That you keep manifesting in your life.
1: Um, I just I'm proud of myself. Yeah. I'm proud that I never gave up on me. Like I think that's the, the main thing in life. Like we hit these bumps in the road and it feels like, oh, this is never gonna happen and I quit.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: when you quit, it's like you might be one step away from achieving that goal. So I never give up. I never quit. Now, I might give up on people. I'm not going to lie. Certain people I will <laughs> give up on because I cannot control you. I cannot, you know, make you do anything. I can just control me So, mm-hmm. and what I'm able to do and what I'm willing to do. So I don't give up on me. I don't give up on my dreams. And I just keep searching for the right people that can help me get to where I'm trying to go. Uh, but I, I will give up on people sometimes no. I, that, that, that's called firing when
2: I have to fire
0: people <laughs> <laughs> it is <it, laughs> <I
2: get
0: up. laughs> <laughs> We talked earlier about employees. uh you can't have employees <laughs> without hiring and firing. It all goes together uh, I, yeah, I, I, and
1: I, I hate I, that part I hate having to fire ooh, people. cut yeah. people out of my life, and sometimes I think God puts me in certain situations where they uh fire themselves or remove yeah. themselves from my life like you know everything that happened last year it really helped me realize who my real friends are and who really knows me and mm-hmm. knows what I stand for. And um, and I'm just really happy everything panned out the way that it did because it just revealed to me where I should be and who I should be associating with.
0: Yep. I was thinking while you were talking that um, every one of us um, who ends up being an entrepreneur, um, you are obviously a, a talent and you're gifted in a variety of ways, but you're also an employer these days. And every one of us who finds ourselves in that sort of entrepreneurial space uh, realizes there are things that you enjoy doing and things you don't enjoy doing. I don't know about you. It sounds like you and I agree on this, but I can't stand personnel. I just hate the personnel thing. I hate the hiring. I hate the firing. It's just I I just hate having to deal with personnel issues. Uh, And yet, you know, if you're going to run a business or run a company or companies, there's sort of no way around it. Uh, But I feel you on that. I don't like that. Hiring and firing thing—it's—it's it's no fun for for anybody. Um, when we come forward, I wanna—I wanna ask what you can share with us about balance. There's no way that you can do all the things that you are now doing and do so many of them so well um, without uh, learning how to balance these things in your life. And that—that that, that word is—is such an amorphous term; it doesn't mean the same thing for everybody. I'm curious as to what balance means for Tiffany Haddish. We'll talk about that when we come forward on Tavis Smiley. You're listening to Tavis Smiley, Tavis Smiley. Tavis Smiley. number 45 on the heavy hundred list of the 100 most important radio talk show hosts in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love learning from our, all of our guests uh, on this program, Tiffany. So what can you tell me, uh, teach me about balance? Because you're doing, you're juggling like 18 balls at once.
1: Um, I keep a very strict schedule and I uh, make sure that I have people around me to keep me on schedule. Because <laughs> I do have a little ADD, so... And I um, I set an alarm to go to bed. I think sleep is the key to accomplishing all your goals. And I think that's where I come up with my best ideas is when I like, go to sleep. I ask myself a bunch of questions before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. And then when I wake up, I usually have the answers. And then I start tackling my goals. Like are, are you, are on you, are you daily. I write down my goals, too. I write down my goals before I go to bed as well. Are you, are you serious, are you serious about
0: that? Are you serious about that? You, that you ask yourself questions before you lie down?
1: Yes, I always ask myself questions. I'm I'm constantly interrogating myself. <laughs> like, wow, Tiffany, why did you do this? And uh, how can you make this happen? And what's the best way to go about solving this problem? And why do you think this person is being so rude to you on a daily basis? And do you still <laughs> want to communicate with them? <laughs> like, <laughs> do you think that this person thinks that you're stupid? Because if you think that they think you are stupid, then maybe you are stupid for <laughs> continuing to communicate with <laughs> <Like, You
0: know, laughs> them. I think it's really
1: important to to have conversations with self and um and ask yourself challenging questions as well. Like, do you really love this? Is this something you really want to put yourself out on the line for? Mm. Is this something you want to do? Um, and I mean, I write down what I do want to do, and then I just start tackling it. Like, if you looked at my calendar right now, you probably would throw the phone like, how are you going to accomplish all this? But I do. I accomplish every single thing. It's just sticking to the schedule.
0: Yeah. You mentioned sleep, and what's amazing about that, and this is no laughing matter, but you mentioned sleep, and I've been reading a lot, and I've actually interviewed a, pe- a number of people uh, uh, of late, um, who are really advancing the argument that you've just made that we really undervalue how important sleep is to our creativity, not just to our physical health, not just to our mental health, uh, but 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 to our creativity. There, there, there really is no substitute for sleep. I, I, I think of the story, a true story. Uh, Michael Jackson, uh, the great Michael Jackson, was un- once asked, Um, uh, why he had such difficulty sleeping. As we all know, sadly, he died under propofol trying to get some sleep. Uh, But uh, as sad as that was, the true story behind that is that Michael once said, that he was afraid that if he slept too long, God would give all the good ideas to Prince. That is a true story. That if he <laughs> slept too long, God would give all the good ideas to Prince. So that 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 true story notwithstanding, the experts, though, Tiffany, to your point, are telling us there really is no substitute for sleep and that sleep is vitally important if you are a creative person. Yeah,
1: it is so important. I, I noticed. this too, like I was looking back at some of my old journals.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And
1: before FANG, before I blew up, before like all of this, before everybody knew my name and all this, I used to sleep so much and I would come up with some of the best ideas, the best, coolest stuff that I've been able to implement throughout my career these last like six years. Um, but I wasn't able to really implement them then because I didn't have the the resources then. But I came up with, some, I used to sleep like 10 hours. And I'm like, no wonder I look so young and so good. And then then life starts picking up. I start aging like rapidly. And I'm like, yo, I gotta stop it. I gotta sleep. I gotta sleep. And my ideas are getting stale and whacked. And now I'm not my my brain not firing off like it used to. And as soon as I started like making myself go to bed, like up, you can't finish this now. You have to wait till tomorrow. You gotta finish it tomorrow. You gotta go to sleep. Oh, you gotta take a nap. Well, I notice I'll start to get cranky or Mm -hmm. feeling like hostile towards people. I'm like, I gotta lay down for 15 minutes, I'm sorry, otherwise I'm gonna chew somebody's head off. Like, let me lay down. Uh, Like, I'm a big kid in that way. And I'm telling you, I don't know, I'm working on this Broadway show right now um, with James I. James, the Pulitzer Prize winning uh, playwright. Mm -hmm. And we're working on something, because my ancestors have been showing up in my dreams all the time. Now, I saw a YouTube video where this man said that that's not your answer, that it's an incubus showing up. And if it's an incubus, uh, I never met an incubus before, but uh, if it is an incubus, he better get to work. That incubus is not working harder than me, because my ancestors are sitting in work, and this incubus is a little lazy, if you ask me.
0: i tell you one thing, uh, Tiffy has many characteristics, uh, but the thing that I've always, uh, from afar or up close, the thing I've always... Uh, most loved about her is that she is real she is as real as rain and that's a high compliment our remaining moments for tiffany haddish when we come forward on tavis smiley seeking the 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 truth the truth speaking the the truth the the truth truth. this 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 is the tavis 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 smiley show Show. Show. (laughs) made fresh daily in the Mert park los angeles california you're listening to tavis smiley We've got just three minutes left here. Three minutes left with Tiffany Haddish before I close by asking her to expound on her her, her dating uh, during the pandemic. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll recap what we've learned in this hour. First of all, tomorrow, uh, she's serving up turkey and laughs at the Laugh Factory uh, in Hollywood. Uh, uh, so for those who are less fortunate or simply alone on Thanksgiving Day or want to hang out uh, at the Laugh Factory, that's uh, tomorrow. Uh, with Tiffany Haddish in Hollywood. She will be at the Laugh Factory in Long Beach Friday and Saturday this week. She will be at the Windstar Casino in Thackerville, Oklahoma on the 15th of December and at the uh, Yamava Theater on the 19th of January in Highland, California. The song that she has out now is called Party to the Club Close with Lil John. And that was the name of that track. Uh, and Tiffany, uh, I think, did I, did I miss anything? Did I miss anything, Tiffany Haddish?
1: Um, that I'm a philanthropist, that, uh, no.
0: <laughs> the no. grocery store, the grocery store is on its, is on its way, on Buckingham and, and uh, yeah. and King, on its way. Um, so I and think... people
1: can go to com to find out more information. And here goes, a, here goes an interesting fact about Tiffany Haddish that I don't think many people know.
2: Uh-huh. This
1: past, uh, fall, in September, I had three movies in the theater at the same time that I played a lead in and no black female actresses have done that before. But I don't think, I couldn't tell nobody about it because, we was, <laughs> you know, we was doing our entertainment pandemic. Yeah, you couldn't we talk about bright. it. So I, couldn't, I couldn't brag about it. I couldn't tell the world, hey, guys, I made a little more history for
2: it.
0: No, I felt for you in that period, you and everybody else, because um I, I saw those projects out, uh, particularly the Disney project. And I, I just felt bad because I know that some of these projects suffered because y'all didn't get a chance to actually talk about them. You, you didn't get a chance to promote the stuff.
1: Right, but I mean that Disney, that Haunted Mansion is doing very well right now streaming. Yeah. I mean it's, I think it's the number one movie, number three streaming uh, piece of art online right yeah. now. Yeah, so,
0: that's good. That's good stuff. Doing all right. Good stuff. Doing good, stuff. All right. good stuff. All right, I got I got forty five seconds. You want you want to you want to tell us something about your dating life? Anything? Anything? Anything?
1: Um, uh, that I'm that I'm available and I'm looking for men that have an EIN number <laughs> um, that have their own ambition and goals and know how to tackle those goals that don't look like wolves. And uh, if they have children, their children need to be 18 and over. Um, and I don't do long distance, or you need to have a jet to make it easy uh, for us. And um, Travis, I just wanted to say, I heard the, uh, the other gentleman say that he love you like a fat boy love cake. Yeah. And I wanted to tell you that I love you like a gold digger love diamond.
0: Okay. Wow. So, uh, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tiffany, I, I, I received that. I love you back. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for all the work and witness you're doing in Thank the community you. and beyond. And I'll talk to you soon. Have a great weekend. All right. Thanks, you Tiffany. Bye-bye. Take care. Thank you. That's our show for today. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Uh, until the next edition of Tavis Smiley, thanks for tuning in. And as always, keep the faith.